Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. What? Yeah, Squarespace is the number one place for you to go and make a beautiful website. It looks amazing. It works great. You get a free domain for a year as well as an online store. You get uh, you get support from Squarespace. That's a lot of stuff. You also get some other shit. So go to squarespace.com, make yourself a Squarespace page, and use the code NHP to save yourself 10%. I don't give a damn about all the other websites. Mm-hmm. What? What's Wix.com? Have you ever heard of that? Me neither. Nope. But I've heard of Squarespace. So yes. go to Squarespace. Squarespace. Maybe you should. Well, we do care about one other website. That's right. And that is NaturalHabitatPodcast.com, which is our other sponsor. So go yes. there. Sh- uh, show us some love. Spread some love. Click on our things. Stay on our pages to show retention. Play them. Like them. Mm-hmm. Love them comment uh share and most importantly donate at the bottom of the page feel free to donate all of our money is brought to us by you and this show is brought to you by us and pbs and also pbs which i don't have a big spiel for but pbs we'll figure it out you should that's also their slogan (laughs) it's weird i don't know why and (laughs) it's brought to you by youtube Mm -hmm. that's right last but not least youtube the greatest place to put things in your face. That's Great their up. new slogan. I like it. Yeah, that's I think good. it's good. Yep. Um, it's Tuesday, TV Tuesday, and I think there's no better time than right now to get into it. Like immediately. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play the song. RG by YouTube. The Natural Habitat Podcast. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, you fool me once, I can't get fooled again. That's right, George Bush, one of the greatest presidents of all time, said that, and I just said it again. Uh, did you say one of the greatest? Yeah, I did not mean what the that. What the hell is wrong with you? I was trying to, it was trying to be like a comical thing, and then I immediately regretted it when one it came out of my mouth. One of the greatest presidents of all time of America. Are you talking about W? Or? W. He was the one that said that. He said, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. <laughs> if you fool me once, I can't get fooled again. <laughs> That's what he says, because he didn't remember how it went. So. What a guy. So it turned, guy. it turned into our slogan here at the Natural Habitat Podcast. If you're a regular listener, you know that we start every single show that way. So thank you for joining us. Um, my name is Mikey Booyah. Uh, my name is fucking... Damn it, I wish I was more prepared for this shit. <laughs> more prepared to say your name. Like, you wish like that you were good. more prepared to say your name. Your... Yeah, well, I was going to pick like a good character's name or something, and then I like totally forgot all their names. You're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to say your name every time. No, that's And for not some reason, you don't. You say something else. I've never else. heard of that. Heard of that. You always pronounce it different. Why, why is that a thing? Who says you have to say your name? Well, Maybe. because then people are familiar with you when they come back next time. They're like, oh, yeah, this is that guy. Because then when they say, when they go, I was listening to this podcast with Mikey Booyah and Fred Flagstone. They know these boys. 
Well, you don't got to get so close to me, man. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not sure what to do with my hands. Yeah, just put them down. Just put one up above your head and the other one down. Yes, you have a question? No. You were you were raising your hand. <laughs> you tricked me. I know. I was fucking quick. All right. If Y-E-S spells yes. <laughs> what does E-Y-E-S spell? <laughs> I fucking... E-S? Mm-hmm. A-S? Yep. It's it. Nobody so knows. Funny. Nobody so... knows. It's some sort of different language, I yeah. think. Crazy, right? I never. T- There's no such thing. E y e s. Yeah. E s. That's not. That's not English. You can't just do that. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I was told that it spells eyes. Yeah. But uh, you know, I think that uh, I. Good looking out, Pat. Net. Yeah, I ran that by. Right I, answer. I ran that by by my girlfriend. Um, our old receptionist, Plank. She actually left because she didn't want to have any sort of um inter office relations or something like that i don't even know she was gone she's boom bailed and uh, monica blank yeah because she's been <laughs> at my house and uh she changed her name to michelle that's really close actually and i was i asked her that question the other day uh you know if y-e-s spells yes then what does e-y-e-s spell she didn't know she was like uh and then i said eyes and then she was like oh yeah i fell for it too but I think it has something to do with like, like, uh, like whoever's asking you the question in that, like, in that instance, in that moment, they are like the the authoritative figure because they're asking you a question and you have to provide them an answer. You know what I mean? No matter what that person is, it just you know goes back to this like weird thing. And if someone puts something, like a primal thing. yeah, and if someone puts something in your head, think of Y E S spells yes. And the guy who's asking question. you the question says yes, then it kind of feeds that into your head. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like they're insinuating that it rhymes. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's, it's a set-up question. I think, yeah, and I think it has something to do with the way that you say yes. Because every time that I've heard it and I've recited it, it's like if Y-E-S spells yes, and it's almost like a hypnotized, like you got the power <laughs> in that yes. Like you're like an evangelicist. Y-E-S like yes spells Yes. Yeah, like you're like <laughs> like you're like a pastor. <laughs> well, what words ever start out with e and actually sound like e? None, really. So, it's like I don't know why it tricks your brain or why it makes you think that or anybody think that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because like there's no word eel maybe is the only word that starts off with the e that makes an e sound. What about I just said evangelicus, evangel how do I say it? I said it wrong. I just said yeah, it Yeah, but right I mean, earlier. like, yeah, it's okay. So there's very few, you know, mm-hmm. but for the most part. But, yeah, but you're yeah. right. It's a little, uh, it's a little obscure one. Yeah. And weird. The yeah. whole scenario is weird. It, it's just like, it's like a setup question for sure. I don't know how. It's, a, it's like the way that our, we learned our English has us trained a certain way, you know, like little tricks to like I before E's and like all these things. You know, little rules to help you remember things, I think, kind of like, you know, has you trained a certain way. Yeah. And then then when you, like, trip up the system and do it a different way that you're not used to, you don't recognize it the same way right away, you know? Yeah. It's like like, like like going down a track and then all of a sudden jumping to the the next track or something and not fucking Uh being familiar with that track or something, you know? It's weird. And it's almost like you catch these patterns. So if something happens a certain way in the word, then you 
are used to it happening that way. So that's what you see. Or that's what you hear in your mind. Just like uh, like seeing shapes in clouds. That's what some dude from NASA said that all the shit on Mars, like all the all the shit from the rovers that look like pyramids and openings and doorways and statue heads and all this shit, that that's all, I forget what it's called, but it's some sort of illusion with your eyes where you make something that looks familiar to you. Yeah, there's another one that, where you see faces also in everything. Yeah. Like, like if you look at a car from the front with two headlights and a bumper, you say it looks like a face. It's yeah. Like associate things with faces. That's just yeah. from Herbie. That's nah, all that is. Thing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That, it's in everything, like a house or anything. Anything could look like a face. Yeah. I see it in houses a lot. I see faces everywhere. Is that a disease? Yep. There's a face looking at me right now. This computer, I got two screens and they're like giant eyes. Nice. Um, have you been seeing have you been watching the new ancient aliens have i been seeing <laughs> have you been seeing uh aliens up yeah. there in the sky all time the new fucking ancient aliens is crazy and they just had a new episode the other day and it's it was about yes, mars it yeah it was es about yes it was about <laughs> mars you know it and uh fucking it was all about like humans going to mars and how we will be the aliens on mars and how yeah. we're gonna be like the extraterrestrials. And then it was showing all of these like pictures from the rovers. And there was one picture that the Curiosity rover got. The camera was looking down at the rover so that they could do like maintenance and shit. And it looks like there's someone like leaned over the rover working on it. And you could see they have like a pack on or like a vest. And then like you could see their hair. They're not wearing a helmet. And it totally looks like a shadow of a person on Mars. And there's all this shit, and they're talking about how, like, like uh, Martians could have came to Earth because there's this line of pyramids that lines up with a constellation, and we have a same set of pyramids in Mexico that lines up with the same constellation. So they think that we're going to go to Mars, start exploring it, find all these, like, statues, pyramids, all these crazy ancient things that we have here on Earth, and, like, make the connection and find out our past you know what i mean that we might have all been martians in the first place ancient well, aliens always does this thing halfway through where they lose me yeah yeah they try <laughs> to make too big of connections yeah if that if that was the scenario it wouldn't be mars it would be fucking nibiru mm -hmm. yeah that's where the shit's supposed to be from that's what, where the anunnaki's are from that's where everything's supposed to be from it's supposed to be from nibiru yeah whatever the fucking 12th planet or, or whatever so it's supposed to be the you know, they're the ones that fucking crashed into us or and the, whatever. And, and the, the giants, story, it's like they crashed into us and then came here and fucking... And the giants came and fucking... Told us it's going to happen all. again or whatever in a certain amount of time. Yeah, and they're like harvesting people or something like that. They're harvesting yeah. women. Gold. Give us all your gold yeah, because right. we needed to fix our atmosphere. Yep. I remember, uh, I remember my cousin used to get crazy with that shit when we were kids. <laughs> and when we were like, it is crazy, but I mean, like you know, you never know, right? If there was some type of thing like that, and it was on a planet that only orbits every fucking however many, which they just recently saying? proved that there is that planet. Yeah, or something close to it. Yeah. To it, so. so something like that exists, which just fucking solidified all of these crazy tweakers' claims. Because back when me and my cousin were like just super high on meth. He used to just go crazy about Planet X and Nibiru and all this shit and all about the giant alien people 
that were like fucking gonna come and like when they come around they like jump over to the planet or fucking whatever and like come and check on us and i never bought into it but he got like crazy with it and then when they just released the news that that planet exists he fucking like got all like see you fucking see i told you you thought i was crazy and it's like no i still think you're crazy man and <laughs> like that could be possible you never know but just to say like he doesn't have a job and like doesn't have any life panned right. out and because he's waiting for this planet to come like it's almost like a cult things. almost like a cult type shit you know what i mean it is it is but you know they're not t they're not necessarily wrong dude you know what i'm saying like they're obviously not right they don't know shit they're just being dramatic and trying to create this fucking they're trying to make you think you know and that's the right thing yeah but, but also all the stories line up you know what i'm saying as far as like the religious and all the different religions around the world all their stories line up to the same story and the, the same story is fucking somebody visiting from somewhere else mm -hmm. and dropping fucking bars you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers come here and are just spitting bars and then all of a sudden everybody's hooked and it's like, holy shit, mm -hmm. Tupac's back. You know that's what I'm right. saying? Like, seriously though, and, and and that's how it happened. You know, somebody came here and fucking motherfuckers mistake, mistakenly say it was God or like, you know, I I agree with like when you, if you see something flying in the sky and you don't know how to say a motherfucking spaceship, all you have is chariots at the time you live, you're going to say flying chariot. If it's a fucking whatever, however you're going to explain it, it's just going to be whatever your rationale is from that time period. You know what I'm saying? It's like you only have what you have. In some cases, it was horses, flying horses in the sky, whatever, because that's the only thing they had as a vehicle. They didn't have any vehicles, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like people will explain it however rationally they can explain it with whatever they have afforded to them at the time, whatever tools or whatever, you know, the only fucking tool of knowledge they had that time it was like like i said like a horse or a chariot or something simple along those lines that is fucking rationale you know what i'm saying yeah. an easy way for them to understand like or try to explain what is really fucking happening you know it's like it's like like we talk about um with the greeks and all that all their gods and everything but you know how they had a different one for every different weather or every different thing you know yeah. it's like just so they could try to explain something and it's and, like it's easy and to, every fucking explanation was from the same exact story all religions line up to the same story there's no difference yeah and it's easy to it's it's easy to like look back and see what people had at the time and how people were living but it's extremely difficult to look back and see how people like how people looked at shit like how yeah, yeah, the yeah. how the you like general assume, general right. consensus thought about things and yeah. you know how educated they were the time they were living in it's not like how you know they wouldn't just be like oh, i don't know i'm gonna google that later like they would never think that and that's just one of a million things that aren't gonna go through their head when something happens so that's where a lot of shit gets misinterpreted and people fucking go like crazy that, with it. That video we just watched yesterday of the fucking the lady on the walk. She's out hiking and the fucking mountain lion came running up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, look at her reaction to that. That is simple. That's exactly what would have happened if a motherfucker would have seen something falling out of the sky. You would have been like, you would have seen it. And you would have been like, uh-oh. Whoa, holy shit. Yeah. Yay. You know what I'm saying? It would have been like, you would have freaked the fuck out a little bit. You would have been taken back. And you would have fucking tried to like rationalize it in your mind. You know what I'm saying? And that's really like, that's how every human works. I don't give a fuck what time period you're from. You know what I'm saying? Or what you're, 
you know that's how people work you're gonna see something that scares you you're gonna be taken back by it you're not gonna know what to do you're gonna have to decipher what to do you're gonna fight or flight you know what I mean it's human nature it's proven yeah so it's like what are you gonna do you're gonna try to explain that shit you're gonna be like holy shit Jay I'm out of here <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was Jeebus or that was fucking whatever you know what I'm saying whatever you want to call it that was fucking horse flying that was fucking you know what I'm saying people people are gonna look at you like you're crazy no matter what you know what I mean no matter what you say or how you try to explain it people are gonna be like this motherfucker's crazy yeah. you know what I'm saying like that's how it works you know and unless everybody's seen it at the same time which is like had to be the case to start these religions. Motherfuckers had to see it. A lot of people had to see it to be able to for it to be inscribed in fucking stone million yeah. years later. You know? I mean like Yeah, it's a trip, man. man. I say we I say we smoke to that. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get high. Okay, uh, that was the freak part of the you. episode. Geeks yeah. is coming up next. Yeah, we're gonna fucking geek out on TV. <laughs> All right, everybody out there, flick your bics, snap your pics, and hashtag them NHP Smoke Sesh. Dimensional beings, I wanna be him, I wanna see him Two ounces of psilocybin, let's call it my per diem My pics, they getting liked up, but yo, be him, I hope you see him She been praying for the D, can't get the DM, it's 10 p.m. Your favorite rapper just copped another new chain, I pray it free him I, I just hit me like two stains and I'm on my way to the VM A's on my A game, why would I be him? I 2 3 him, dawg, like Jordan with the cool jump shot Ooh, we him, I Bruce Lee him Striving to be like Water, I'm inside the hypogeum. So much ancient text down here. I'm about to start a museum. Treat the track like it's worth. So I knew Kim. If an alien were to come down and take rap before him, would you recognize when you see him? Yes, sir. <coughs> Uh, okay, so we did come here to talk about um, a TV show that we've been trying to talk about for, I don't know, like six months now, since since we were doing like uh, like James Franco, Seth Rogen stuff, and we were like, man, we got to do Freaks and Geeks, we got to do Freaks and Geeks, that's where it all started, we kept bringing it up all the time, and we were like, hey, we got to do this episode, and then, uh, and then it never happened, and then... We decided to do it today, and we fucking it almost just... Almost never happened. Almost never happened, so let's get into it. Okay, so... Um, I think that... Uh, I was going over this today. I was watching some audition tapes that I found on YouTube that were pretty good. It was interesting to see all these people. A lot of them, it was like their first film or their first uh, show. And, you know, or like one of their first... And Jason Siegel's was really good. You can find it on YouTube. And um, the kid, I forget his name, but uh, he was the young kid, and he played fucking Sam. That was his name. Sam. <laughs> uh, John Francis Daly, who I remember when I saw his face, I remember him from Waiting, that movie about everybody that works at the restaurant. Yeah, and he's the kid that like doesn't talk at all. The new kid. He's, he's also um, was in the TV show Bones. 
He played the fucking. I never watched Bones. What? A lot of people do. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> 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 All right, oh, Dale. Okay, Dale. I, I forgot other people were here. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he played the fucking psychologist on Bones or whatever. He was young as shit. Hey, I was just trying to say that I've never seen Bones. That's yeah, all. Cool, just trying to throw it out there, and then I was maybe maybe you were gonna say, well, "You should watch <laughs> Bones. It's good." But instead, you were like, "It ain't about you, Mikey. <laughs> it's about Bones." <laughs> all right. Well, now we learn something new every day, and we learn that Joey's favorite show is Bones. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, but uh. That kid's dope, and he did really bad in his audition. I watched his audition tape, and it was horrible. I don't know how they gave him the part. But uh, it's like, I feel like I could have done better. He also was the only kid his real age on and off screen. That's right, huh? Yeah, so he, he was, was, he was 14 the same age. on screen and 14 in real life. Same age as his character. Yeah. That's a trip. And everybody else was old, pretending to be young. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the sister was old as shit. She was 24. Playing a 16-year-old. Who, uh, the main girl? Lindsay. Lindsay? Yeah, yeah. She was hot, and too. Then, uh, <laughs> and then Neil and Bill and Ken were all 17, which was fucking Sam Levine, Martin Starr, and Seth Rogen. And then uh, a couple other ones were 20 and 21. But for the most part... They were all pretty young. I mean, like, they were all... I guess, what what were they supposed to be? If he was supposed to be 14, how much older than them were they supposed to be? You know, like, two years or whatever. So they were pretty close to their right. perspective characters' ages, I guess. Yeah, I want to say that... I want to say that all the older kids were all seniors. It was, like, their last year in high school, right? Something like that. Because so it started being based around, like, what are we going to do with our lives? And that usually happens in your senior year. Because you don't give a fuck about that when you're a junior. I wasn't even in school then at that point, so <laughs> I didn't care. You know what I mean? But regular kids care when they're seniors. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, fucking, it was, I think that the show was before its time. I mean, that's, like, obvious because it got canceled after one season. Judd Apatow is one of the greatest directors of our time, like, with comedy and stoner comedy. All of his stuff is different. He makes things that appeal to, you know, single dudes. He makes things that appeal to women. He makes things that appeal to couples, to adults, to children, like, you know, teenagers, all these different walks of life. And all of his movies have that same, or projects rather, have that same feel, like, <clears throat> almost like, uh, you know, if you think of all of his movies, they almost have like a like a fuzzy feel to him like they feel old school in a way everybody wears retro clothes and it just like has this certain feel to it and i know that with this show he made the camera crew make everything as drab as possible because he wanted it to be like through the eyes of a teenager <laughs> in high school where life is pointless and you know when you're at home everything sucks when you're at school everything sucks yeah. And the brightest scenes were probably with them smoking. You know what I mean? When I look back at it, <laughs> everything else was real dark and really weird. And uh, there was one episode in particular that got pulled from NBC. And it was on the, 
on like the DVD release that they put out, but they never released it on the air. And it was because uh, it was about um, Kim Kelly, played by Busy Phillips. And I watched this interview with her earlier, and she was talking about how the episode was about her character and how she had like some trouble going on at home, some sort of yeah. domestic violence, possibly yeah. like a molesting thing with her stepdad. And it didn't say either of those in the episode. Yeah, though. it just impl like implied it, and everything like they had a conversation in the car, her and James Franco, about how it was bad at home. And I want to say it's on Netflix, right? It got yeah. it got released on the Netflix episode because yeah, I saw it, and uh, they wouldn't air it on NBC just because of how things were at the time with censorship and everything. And it was right after that, maybe five years after that show, when shit started getting crazy. You could say shit on TV, you could start showing like asses, and you know Law and Order started, and then fucking people were getting murdered and kids were getting killed, and then it was no big deal, but that kind of pissed off executives that episode and the episode that got them canceled was called choking and token so they were before their time i think i think that if yeah, they yeah definitely <laughs> dude this is like this was the show that started everything like we said and it's for a reason you know and it almost didn't even happen yeah. so it's crazy it's crazy that it happened at all it was only one season it's a freak of fucking nature dude it really is it's like it, all the all the actors we got from this was fucking insane for one. Everybody on this shit was is crazy respectable now. It's crazy fucking yeah. like all of them have had awesome careers. Most of them fucking have, careers have stuck by each other or been parallel to each other, you know. Um for the most part like yeah. they everybody super succeeded and and became like all these fucking people that we go out and watch everything they do now you know yeah especially like jason siegel and fucking seth rogan and all all of these guys martin you know all, all of them did they yeah. all fucking they all did shit together still they did fucking um knocked up and like all these other movies together they're all still doing stuff together you know it's like yeah. it's cool that it's cool that one guy could like start something like this mm -hmm. put together the right cast and then all of a sudden, these guys work together forever afterwards. It's like it's like a miracle thing, like that never happens. Mm -hmm. And it's Judd, like Judd Apatow actually said in an interview um, that every time that he has an opportunity to use someone from the show, that he does it because it's his way of denying that the show got canceled. And every project that he like uh, that he gets somebody in from the show, he sees it as a continuation of their life. So if he sees a character that is like a character in the show, then he'll cast that person, you know, whatever it takes, get them on there. And, you know, he constantly is working with these people and having them work do together. A fucking, he should do like a reunion for that show, like some type of fucking, maybe a movie mm -hmm. where like all of a sudden everybody met up again later in life or something and, you know, like go out to Vegas or something and party or like right <laughs> something something crazy like that you know like maybe everybody meets up goes home to Michigan and meets up for their fucking 20 year high school reunion and then all of a sudden everybody's like fuck this let's go to Vegas 
That'd be dope. <laughs> and then they all go to Vegas and party and like shit goes crazy or something like that. Could be an awesome movie, you know, Judd Apatow, motherfucker. Hell yeah. And then fucking only only the first ten minutes of it will take place at the school. And the rest yeah, of the Yeah, not even at the school, just in the yeah. hometown or whatever, you know? Yep. I uh back in Detroit or whatever it was, outside of Detroit. I read that um that they filmed the pilot in an actual high school. And then when the show got picked up, they had to recreate the high school, McKinley High, and probably rename it. And fucking, uh, they had to recreate it as much as they could. And for the hallway, they only had like a T hallway that yeah. just went down and then broke off in two, two sections. And they had to like redesign it all the time to make it look like different parts of the school. And the funniest part is that when people would walk through, like extras and shit when like class would be getting out and the hustle and bustle of you know the hallways which is a good amount of people walking through the hallways when they would go down the hallway and around the corner they all just had to pile up at the end of the corner because there was nowhere for them to go there was like no doors down there so everybody just like got all in the corner all skinny and real close out of range of the camera so as soon as you when you see people just kind of strolling along Right when they get around the corner, there's like just a giant pile of people that they have to climb into. That's cool. So uh, it's dope that they that they worked with it. You know what I mean. And nowadays, they could probably, if they did do that reunion, it would be really easy to do since all they had was that T hallway and an outside <laughs> section. You know what I mean? Yeah. A little smoking section. So I have a uh, I have this video of. Seth Rogen and James Franco reacting to a Freaks and Geeks game that you could play on YouTube. So they just kind of played a game on YouTube. Yeah, I think that's what that's what they were saying is that it's a game and you play it on YouTube. So we'll try to find it and put the link in the description so everybody could go play it. That'd be dope. I want to play it. But uh, yeah, we can go ahead and smoke while we watch this. On YouTube? On YouTube. You guys. William McKinley High School. 1980. 1980. It's in Michigan. Paul Peake. This is the oh. opening shot. Oh. Of the pilot. Oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, two different games. The freaks. freaks. The Freaks, obviously. Screw the Geeks. Lindsay's coming up. Okay. The There's table. the jocks. Remember that. Hey, Daniel, it's you. Oh. Hey, Lindsay. It doesn't look like me. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of does. We're gonna go hit the patio. You mean the smoking patio? Here we are. It looks like me. You guys remember Lindsay? Oh, hey, there it is. Hey, what's there up? There it is. That wow, was like a, they really got you. me. Got <laughs> I heard you didn't sign up for the academic decathlon. Oh man. But you're our best mathlete. She is. What should Lindsay okay. do? Sign up for mathlete. Should she be a mathlete? Being no. a freak uh, was a bad idea. Tell Millie to leave her alone. Yes. She should tell Millie to leave her alone. Millie, can we just get out of here? Oh, shit. <laughs> I remember this. This was yeah, so it's weird. Yeah, close. Yeah, this freaks go all the way. This is really close. You didn't make uh, Jason Siegel tall enough. That <laughs> mustache is so creepy. Right? What's wrong? Brain? Or Busy would always say that. Afraid of lighting down on me and She Danny. wasn't going to be a regular character. No, but she was yeah. so good. Tell he looks like he's auditioning for Deadliest Catch or something. Right? Yeah, he looks hella creepy, and it's weird that <laughs> it's weird that uh, Seth Rogen doesn't smoke weed, or no, James Franco doesn't James smoke Franco. weed. Seth Rogen smokes hella weed, and James Franco looked like he was the one that was high in that video. 
Yeah, he would he just lean back and he's, he's like, like what? what's going on? What? And then yeah. Seth Rogen, who was probably super baked, was just like super baked, was just like, uh, yeah, I'm just a normal guy, just kind of chilling, relaxing, watching this game video. No big deal. I want to play that game now. Yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find that shit. What's it called? Uh, Freaks, and, Freaks and Geeks is what it's called. Here, Freaks and see. Geeks, the YouTube game? Let's see if we can find it. All right, I got it. Here it is. We're going to fire it up. it is. So Joey and I will play this game and react. Since we were obviously uh, on the show and can probably do a better job at um, at remembering than they can. Because they're like, you know, old. William McKinley High School, Michigan, 1980. Oh shit. Okay. Nice little lovable intro. <laughs> did it let you pick or did it pick no, for you? It did. It picked for me. It didn't let me pick. See, it just fucking moved around. So, this isn't really interactive, and this is bullshit, and I'm closing it. <laughs> so maybe the nice inter- try, fuck boys. Maybe the interactive game is gone. And uh, the one we have isn't very interactive. Yeah, that wasn't interactive at all. Maybe it was only available for a certain amount of time. They took it down, and now they just have video of it just a video of someone playing it which is what the fuck and it also seems like it was going down the same path that it was going down when they played it which is lazy maybe it was just a video the whole time and it's not interactive and it's just tricking you to go and watch the video and see if you can click things yeah fuck that i'm mad yeah me too i'm mad at these people whoever the hell they are um, <laughs> don't make us a game that we can't play I saw I saw this thing online that was funny I posted it on Facebook I don't know if you saw it but it was on this app Fiverr where you get anyone to do things for you for five dollars online like uh, like make videos create logos um, put a hat on your dick and take mm-hmm. pictures of it well uh, there's this guy that wants a laugh track added to his comedy album I saw that <laughs> that he's going to be recording in studio and he needs someone that knows comedy and knows where the laughs need to go. And it's like, there's so many things wrong with that. I had to put him on blast. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Why can't, why? Never mind. I'm not even going to, why? Why are you not doing your comedy in front of people? Why don't you have people there laughing? If you can't make people laugh in real life, then you can't make people laugh on a CD. Maybe. He's trying to trick people into buying a CD is what he's doing. So what? Because he's like, look, man, I can make way more selling CDs and pretending Everybody I'm a comic. Everybody does that. All of them do that. Yeah, you're right. But, uh, you know, busted. Busted. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Hell I'm trying yeah. to say. That's it. Hell yeah. Cool uh, plays, bro. Cool plays, bro. Hey, you know what? Uh, <laughs> 
What else is a cool place, bro? Jesse Eisenberg fucking almost played Sam Weir on the show. And fucking Shia LaBeouf almost played Neil Schweiber. Is Jesse Eisenberg? I don't know how I don't know how Shia LaBeouf would have been the little weird Jew kid. No. But uh is Jesse Eisenberg the kid from Zombieland? Um, yeah. And like thirty minutes or less and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. I liked that too. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. That's every Pizza Man's movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't imagine Shia LaBeouf on that show. But uh, then again, he did have that same kind of feel when he was a kid. He had the curly hair. He could have played like the like the fucking the whiny. The, I'm just gonna stop. Uh, well, the kid who did play Neil was the best one. I think he was awesome. Yeah, he schooled it, and that dude's still working today. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was Seth Rogen's debut. And he was, uh, you could tell he was like super young and very awkward in his audition tape. And he had this whole story about how he didn't have to worry about um, paying attention in school because he was going to be a farmer when he grew up and he was going to like grow corn and have cows and then have a bunch of weed that he was growing underground. And then she was like, well, that's illegal. And he was like, well, yeah, but if anybody comes, then you just throw some dynamite in the hole and blow it up, and then you show them your corn. It's foolproof, like. <laughs> and it was good, right. and like he had he had like everybody cracking up. It was fucking hella funny. That's funny. But uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. I'm a. I went through, and when they added it to Netflix, I went through and watched it, and Me too. it it definitely is strong on the nostalgia meter. For sure, everything about it—it it was just super time period. You know, yeah. it was—it was like a—it's like a piece of art. It's like definitely a period piece of art. You know what I mean? It's fucking awesome. It's all these are like little time machines that take us back, and and this one was just like extra good at it. It really got it. You know, it really got. It was different than all other shows. It painted. It really did paint it from the the kids' perspective. You know what I'm saying? And and. The shit that they were like dealing with, trying to grow up, and it was pretty close to like hitting home because it was like right at the same time we were growing up. Yeah, you know, two thousand two. What what year was it? What year was this actually? Uh, ninety nine. Ninety nine. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, dude, that's that's when we were in high school. And it's dope because uh, another reason why I think we like it a lot is because it took place in Michigan, but it was shot in California. Yeah, it's dope. So I had that California backdrop. Mm -hmm. Said uh, outside scenes were difficult to shoot. No, <laughs> no palm trees were allowed to be seen. But if you look closely, you can see at least one. What other? Uh, what, you got some more clip? Uh, no, I don't. But I do. Uh, there was something that I was gonna say. Oh yeah, the music. We we talked about this before when we brought up Freaks and Geeks in the past, but the music on this show was crazy. If you watch the episodes, every single episode has, like not including the intro song, Bad Reputation by Joan Jett, but it has some sort of iconic rock song in it. You know what I mean? And uh, something that's very, very expensive, and a lot of the budget for the show was spent on music. There was a... Uh, there was only 18 episodes, so what I just said was wrong. 
Well, I guess I said more than one, but there was 18 episodes and it featured snippets of more than 120 songs. Yeah, that's intense. <clears throat> yeah. Which, uh, yeah, and and that's you're right, and that is a big thing that um, is important to us, or at least to like our taste in whatever TV or movies or, or whatever holds the most nostalgia for us is also music. You know, music always plays like the biggest part, and these guys played like the most um, classic songs at the right times at the dramatic times, at the whatever, you know, everything yeah. called for a time or a piece of music and they really like, it was like um, Dazed and Confused or like fucking, you know, like those type of movies where, you know, they they just had the right, the all the right songs in the right places and shit. Yeah. And uh, it's like, it's a bold move to make when you do shit like that because a lot of it relies on the music because when you hear the music, it give it gives you this certain feel, and you're just like, mm. Mm. like when a car pulls up and it's bumping like an iconic fucking White Snake song, then you're all about it. But if it's playing some song you never heard of, that's just a stereotypical rock song, you're like, who the fuck's this guy? Who the fuck does this guy think he is? You know what I mean? He doesn't even listen to established music. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I know that it delayed the DVD release because of getting clearance for all the songs, and when Fox ran reruns of the show they removed most of the music and just played the show on fox so they didn't have to pay for the licensing and there's one song that got away only love can break your heart by neil young they couldn't get it cleared couldn't pay for it too expensive and they had to replace it with a dean martin song because he's dead and he can't do anything about it but uh yeah that's crazy i was listening to um I was listening to an interview with Paul Reiser from Mad About You. You remember that show? Paul yeah. Reiser and Helen Hunt back in the day. Well, he was, they're just getting ready to release like the Blu-ray of all the seasons. And he's doing some sort of like tour. And he was on Comedy Bang Bang and doing a little press tour. And he was talking about how they couldn't release it because they didn't get the rights to the music. And the rights to the music were like $200 million to get what all the, the music for cuz they played like iconic shit and um it was all like tied up and they couldn't release it and they just recently passed a new law in California which is where it matters the most cuz that's where a lot of the shit's made that uh you can like it's some sort of like umbrella law where there's money that's going towards it and everybody can like kind of share they're rewriting the fair use laws to where you can get something that is copywritten and it won't cost you you know fifty thousand dollars to play it you'll just have to pay you know a share or probably some sort of monthly premium like a spotify thing and then you get rights to it and you can play it so um i don't it's something i gotta look into but it's dope for us it'll be important because we are constantly on the on the brink of being sued. Not really. <laughs> we don't no. play anything for profit, so it's yeah. I'm exaggerating. Ours is a, in a, a fucking um, news sense, I guess. But you know, I I think that yeah, I think it's bullshit. Honestly, I think it's fucking bullshit that you have to jump through so many hoops just to fucking play a piece of music that's already out there. You know what I mean? Like. 
yeah, these guys are getting money for it regardless. So if they should just do it like you know the radio, if it gets played somewhere, every time it gets played, they should get a piece of whatever the monetization is on it. If somebody fucking monetizes a movie. Yeah. For streams or whatever, and the music plays in that movie, they should get a piece of the stream or whatever. I mean, like that's really what it boils down to is, is that we're in a fucking world where we're still running off of ancient politics and techniques and shit that doesn't fucking work anymore. Yeah. You know, this is we're living in the future now, and we can't. None, none of those rules really like keep up with anything that's going on. We're moving at fucking the speed of light and sound, and these motherfuckers are going sixty-five miles an hour, and they're fucking. Yeah. Exactly. Old, 1960s Corvettes and shit, you know? It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Yeah, I agree. And, uh, you know, I think that's why that's why YouTube has changed recently. Yeah. Because, you know, you can put up a video that has something else in it, at least audio-wise. I don't know about video. Like, you can't just upload a music video from someone, but you could, like, put up something that has audio in it, and it'll detect that audio, and then it'll give whoever owns that audio part of your monetization if you yeah, and then if you have ads then part of those plays will go to this person and then part of the plays will go to you and that's the best way to do it because then they get their reimbursement all the plays add up if you have a song that's popular and number one and everybody loves it especially if it was popular back in the day and it's one of those songs that holds up then every time that any little fucking guy makes a YouTube video and puts your song in the background and gets a thousand views on it, that's another thousand fucking clicks on your song. So yeah, that shit you adds just up. Be able to count it. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a million people that are getting a thousand views with your song in it, then you're paid. See, and may maybe that's the answer right there too. You know, and and that could be just part of it. You know, that the fact that if if there's a way to detect the shit, why doesn't it just count it instead of just detecting it? Why doesn't it do that also? You know, like if you detect somebody's work in something, say a podcast, and it, the podcast plays a snippet of that song or plays a piece of that song because of whatever reason, who cares? The reason is insignificant. Say that it detects that, well, it should count that as a play towards that song also. And then that shit adds up into their monetization. So it's like it, there's no loss for anybody. The real loss is in the tech, the technology gap. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not fucking with the times yet. You know, if if that something that simple could honestly be the answer for everything. You know what I mean? Just count the fucking plays, add that into their shit. You know what I mean? I, I, it really just like it really everybody wins. There's no loss for anybody, you know what I'm saying? They get more plays. Their plays just keep going up and up and up and up and up on everything that they use. And then fucking people get to have their dramatic added effect by having that music in their programming or whatever they decided to use it for and fucking yada, yada, yada. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody fucking wins. That's crazy. Hell yeah. That's how it should be done. And I think that we're on, uh, I think we're on the forefront of it. And shit's, shit's changing right now. So we just got to... We just got to see what happens. You know what I mean? That's all we can do. Some some crazy programmer nerd up there needs to create this. You know? Make this shit happen. Make a fucking bot that detects copyright stuff, but also counts the plays. Mm -hmm. Make some type of connection. Connect the fucking dots and make it to where motherfuckers see a dollar value in it. That way, you know, it, it benefits everybody. Yep. 
shit. And then this is brought to you by Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Ricky Bobby. Well, that was a good episode. It was all over the place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Freaks and Geeks, fucking yeah. everything. Everybody out there, everything. go enjoy Freaks and Geeks if it's still on Netflix. I think it is. If it isn't, go stream that shit. Yeah. Or go to dot com. Yeah. I'm going to insert some sort of pirating website right there, but I don't want to say it. I'm going to have someone just else say it. Just your imagination. They could, they could figure it out all on their own. Yeah, just go to dot com today. Yeah, and um, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, everybody. With the real songs and the episodes. Natural habitat recordings.